Local News Live. I'm Clay Osterley, and we are getting ready to talk more about uh, one of our favorite segments here that we do during the week, Unraveling Your Traveling with Jonathan Soppy. He is our, let's call him our resident travel expert, or uh, and oh, he's always looking out for the good deals for you. He's always letting you know kind of what you should be looking out for related to travel and what you should try to avoid. Uh, and we've got some good ones here today, also new trends and just news in general related to travel. So uh, without further ado, we'll bring Jonathan Soppy in from KHNL, our sister station in Honolulu, Hawaii. Hey there, Jonathan. Hey, what's up, guys? Aloha. Hey, what's up, guys? Aloha. Making it through this work week. Day two. We're, we're getting through it. it. We're getting through it for sure. Okay, well, we have some big news here because uh, our, our kind of our top story here on Unraveling Your Traveling this week is something that we've really been following very closely throughout the summer travel season, and we were really talking about pilot shortages and how airlines are responding to try to get more pilots at the controls. A, a big one this week as the FAA has denied the airline's request to shorten the amount of hours um, that uh, pilots need to get behind the, the sticks there. So tell me a little bit about that and, uh, and kind of what it means. Yeah, this news just breaking this week. You're right. Federal regulators have soundly rejected an airline's controversial request to slash commercial pilot hiring standards in half to address that pilot shortage. Yeah, we've been talking about it a lot this summer caused a lot of delays some cancellations been a big topic when, when, when we've been talking about the travel chaos that unfolded earlier this summer regional airline republic airways asked the feds in april to allow graduates of its own lift academy to become airline co-pilots with only 750 hours of flight experience so that's half of the 1500 flight hours currently required of new airline pilots. So the FAA said it denied the request after it determined that that airline's new training program does not provide equivalent level of safety as the 1500 hours of experience does. Republic says it operates thousands of daily flights. That's for that services like on American Eagle or Delta Connections and United Express. The regional airline association supported the proposal. However, the pilots union, the largest pilots union really, really was not for this. They strongly disagreed with it. Personal opinion, it sort of makes sense that the feds denied this. I mean, slashing it by half, and especially when the FAA is all about safety, it's really no surprise to me that they would say no way. Right, I mean, and it does make sense. And I mean, as a passenger, I'm kind of thinking to myself, okay, well, obviously, okay, do I do I deal with a canceled flight or do I put myself on a plane with a pilot that has half the training of a pilot that I'm used to flying with? I, I, I don't I don't really know I don't really know what to do there. You know, I mean, yes, the cancellation kind of is not the greatest situation to be in, but you get in a situation with an untrained pilot or a pilot that has half the training of an experienced pilot. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yikes, I don't know. Yeah, well, 
I guess I should say a little bit more of the backstory here because we've talked about it before, but just to remind everyone, really what happened with this pilot shortage situation was it was actually happening before the pandemic mm. even began. We were seeing a wave of sort of mass retirements happening with pilots, and then the pandemic hit, so a lot of pilots even more were encouraged to retire, and that was because there was not a lot of flights happening, of course, but that also meant not a lot of training was happening. So when that summer peaks travel season this year, all that revenge travel was happening, well, not enough people were trained to fulfill those number of flights that were needed. So that's where the pilot shortage really comes in. And I think a lot of consumers are gonna agree with the feds here and say safety first. Absolutely, you, you don't have to twist my arm too hard to convince me safety should be first on that for sure. Well, Jonathan, this is a fun one here because I remember the days of when I first got my passport, you had to go physically somewhere to go through the process to get it renewed the whole nine yards. You had to physically go in person, but there's a lot of buzz now because you can just simply do it online. Oh man, you brought back flashbacks <laughs> for me too because I went to the library and they're not always the friendliest people there dealing in the passport office of the public library. They deal with a lot of folks. I'm not going to give them too much grief, but it's no fun, and it usually involved a long wait. You are right. So, moving on, here's the good news. The days of filling out tons of paperwork and waiting for hours to renew that passport is probably coming to an end or could soon be over. I think the option's always going to be there if you want to wait. The U.S. State Department says it plans to start taking passport renewal applications online. Welcome to the 21st century, folks. The move comes after a successful pilot program was launched to help the pandemic backlog, which had resulted in renewal wait times of up to 18 weeks. My co-anchor here at Hawaii News Now was dealing with that on edge, waiting for her passport. She finally got it. It took weeks and weeks, weeks longer than expected. So not everyone's going to be able to take advantage of this new online service, though. That includes people under the age of 16 and those applying for a passport for the first time. The new online renewal system is expected to launch next year for more information all you have to do is go online i got the website for you it's travel.state.gov travel.state.gov yes long time coming let's get online with those i'm excited next time i need to renew i think i still got six years on mine but next time online option is so welcome I'm going to have to go and check my passport. I don't know when. I can't. I think the last time I renewed it, ooh, it's been a couple years. So I might be getting close here. Uh, I, I might be getting close. You get really 10, close. so. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of passports, we don't really need one to fly out to Hawaii. But if you are thinking about heading out to Hawaii, uh, you, you let us know here that there is an airfare war going on that we should know about. First of all, what is an airfare war? Secondly, what do we need to know about it? Airfare war happens all the time when you have two airlines fighting over routes or destinations or hubs. And that's what's happening here. We're talking about Southwest and Hawaiian Airlines. So to further explain this story, let's start by taking you live outside to our beautiful Oahu beaches. I think that's Sand Island we're looking at. Just off in the distance from there, if this picture was a little wider, you would see the airport's reef runway, our H&L airport's reef runway. Beautiful day out there today, mine, I should say. So, how low will they go is really the question here. This airfare war is taking place at 
really, this is all about inter-island, so you need to get to Hawaii first, but then when you get here, you're going to find some amazing deals for island hopping. A lot of times people just get to Oahu, go to Waikiki, and never leave because they're worried about the expense. Well, now is the time to be adventurous, island hop, because Southwest really started it with its move for $78 round trips in her island. Then Hawaiian Airlines followed suit, cutting its usual fare cost in half. So with more on what exactly is going on here, I want to turn things over to Ben Gutierrez, who is at our airport right now. The lower airfares are having their intended effect, at least according to people we spoke to here at the airport. They say they considered flying into Ireland because of the cheap price. The latest fare war was triggered by Southwest Airlines, which entered the Hawaii market in 2019 with one-way fares as low as $39. With Hawaiian Air matching, travelers were quick to take the opportunity. I had been watching the inter-island fares and I knew kind of what we would spend and then I saw the news about Southwest and then I saw the $39 sale so I jumped on it. Wow that's a good deal you know we should have that all the time so that's good they're fighting with each other. While recent media reports say Southwest is bleeding money in the inner island market the Dallas-based carrier has announced plans to add even more flights between the islands and it reported record revenue for the second quarter of the year. It really is a game of chicken and both airlines, Hawaiian and Southwest, are using the rest of their systems to subsidize this, this fare war that's going on because nobody makes money at these uh, $39 fares. Foreman says it's hard to speculate how long Southwest will stay as an inter-island airline, but right now he thinks it's going to try to force a competitive advantage against Hawaiian. It brings back memories of Go Airlines, which started a fare war that resulted in the 2008 shutdown of Aloha Airlines after 62 years of service. Go was on a mission to get rid of Aloha, so that was not nice. <laughs> People watched what happened with the Go situation, and uh, that gives Hawaiian a bit of an advantage because they don't, a lot of people in Hawaii don't like big mainland or even a small mainland company coming in and um, bumping out one of their uh, local companies. But for now, Southwest and Hawaiian will duke it out. It's a nice little bonus for right now. I know it's not going to last though, so we'll just take advantage as we can. Ben Gutierrez, Hawaii News Now. And as we take a live look outside at those rolling waves coming into Oahu's shores, uh, I want to remind folks, you should always look out for this type of situation for the routes you fly usually. So if a new airline is moving into your region or the hub airport you use, there will probably be some sort of situation unfolding like this because those airlines are highly competitive for those routes and sometimes it can trigger what we're talking about here an airfare war so really the best way to figure out if that is happening just pay attention to the travel news uh, we try to update you here on unraveling your traveling but a lot of times your local newspaper or local tv station will update you as well when a new airline is coming in and then the weeks the month and months to follow that usually there'll be some fare decreases if they get pretty competitive there all right. Well, there you have it. Uh, if you <clears throat> get out to the islands, get out and see more than one island here on your trip for a pretty cheap cost. I like that. All right. Well, um, Jonathan, moving on to our next uh, topic here, one of California's most popular tourist attractions, getting a makeover. A couple of ideas come to mind when I think about potential most popular, but uh, you have the answer, so I'll yield to you. Oh, no. 
I mean, we can play a guessing game. What do you think we're talking about? Well, I, I, I mean, California's most popular tourist attraction, I, generally speaking, I go to Disneyland. That's Wonderful. where, that's where Wonderful. I would go. Close, same region, same region. Okay. I'll give it up to you. Think postcard. Think postcard. The, ah, the, yes. The Hollywood sign, yeah. Really one of California's, California's most iconic tourist attractions. I think of... Babe, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge and this really as my go-to California postcard-esque images. So the Hollywood sign will be pressure washed and painted to prepare for its 100th anniversary next year. So the sign originally read Hollywood Land. Did you know that? I Serving as an outdoor ad for a Los Angeles real estate uh, development until like around 1950, I think it was 1949, they changed it. So it needs a little washing. I have never ever, I know you can do a hike nearby. You can't get right up to it. Uh, they sort of prevent you from doing that, but I've never done that hike on the mountain there, but I know a lot of people have, have. and you can get some pretty good selfies without getting too dramatically close to the Hollywood sign there on your next trip to LA. I just thought that was interesting. 100 years of Hollywood. Hollywood land. La La Land, if you will. <laughs> so I think that's all we got for you today, Clay. Yeah. Anything else shaking there in the local news live land? Well, you know, we're constantly monitoring all kinds of different feeds out across the whole country, uh, of course, uh, following several things uh, going on for you today. But uh, we'll, we'll run on, we'll get into our headlines here in a little while, and we'll talk a little bit more about what that is. But, Jonathan, nothing nearly as fun as unraveling your traveling. I can assure you of that. We'll do it again later this week, I promise. All right. Well, we will hold you to that. All right. Well, that's Jonathan Soppy, uh, again, kind of our resident travel expert, uh, always looking out for the good deals and letting you know what to look out for as well. Uh, he does this uh, segment twice a week with us here on Local News Live, KHNL uh, out of Honolulu, Hawaii. It's in Hawaii News Now. So we'll give him a good shout out there. Thanks so much for joining us, Jonathan. We sure do appreciate your time. Mahalo, guys. Have a good one. Oh, right.